Hello, welcome to Podcast vs. Podcast. Uh, my name is Eric Ivanovich, and I have a special guest here today, Alex. Hey, how's hey. it going? It's it's going good. Are you asking me or the listeners? I was waiting for the listeners to respond. Okay, well, I mean, this is a this is a common misconception. Um, we actually have with a lot of guests. They can't respond. We're recording. Oh, you have a, a lot of uh, fans that cannot speak no no we no actually 100 percent of our fans can speak and we're we're hoping to uh increase our our mute listenership no it's just that we're recording this for the future and they're not hearing it right now oh yeah they're gonna hear it later today or something you know Um, you know that's how they did casablanca yeah, exactly. We're uh we're part of a long tradition of art and culture of uh recording it first and then editing it and then releasing it to the public later, just like Casablanca. Um just like, you know, it, it goes back even further, uh the Odyssey. Homer's The Odyssey was was uh created in much the same way. Oh, wow. Well, I I <laughs> hope we could compare in the slightest bit to that epic poem um actually yeah we're very similar to the odyssey except instead of a an epic poem um about what's his name uh homer Homer? no homer's the author what's is it odysseus Hmm. instead of uh instead of an epic poem about some ancient greek guy trying to get home uh, from the war and fighting cyclopses and tying himself to a ship and stuff. This is uh, more of a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we vote on which podcast pitch that day is a better one. And if we agree, then, we're, then we quit this one and do that podcast instead. Um, but other than that, it's essentially basically uh, 100% the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, seems like uh, like an epic poem of i didn't follow at all um i'm sorry (laughs) um Uh, you didn't pay attention in school when you were talking about the odyssey no i thought Mm -hmm. homer was the uh, like the autobiographical hero of that no actually um this ties into a podcast pitch i was going to pitch today um uh, this is a podcast called teaching alex about the odyssey and uh, this would be a podcast where every episode uh, I give you a, a lesson about the Odyssey. Um, okay. I would go through each stanza and we would uh, examine it in the original Greek, in the original ancient Greek, and also um, in English because uh, that's a language that we both speak. And I think maybe you would learn a thing or two. Okay. I, this actually sounds very promising to me. Because uh, I don't know much about the Odyssey. Yeah, and that's actually the uh, the hinge that this whole um, uh, podcast uh, hangs on is that you don't know about it, but I do. I know all about it. Um, there's I know about the sirens. I know about uh, how he tried to go. He was gonna, you know, he was gonna try and go around all the crazy shit, but. There was rocks mm-hmm. floating in the water, and he couldn't. He was forced to go uh, towards the dangerous stuff. Um, see, I know about sirens, and I know that when I hear them, and if I'm driving my car, 
I'm expected to pull over. Um, yeah. Um, well, back in ancient Greece, they didn't have cars, so uh, so, it, so they were heard just a siren. walking around with sirens. Nah, it was in the water. This this is the the main thing you need to know about the Odyssey is that the whole thing takes place on the ocean, which is uh, what's so exciting about it. Okay, so it's kind of like um, like Moby Dick or Titanic. It's uh, like a mix of Moby Dick and Titanic, yeah. Okay. Um, the Odyssey, I would say, is like Moby Dick meets Titanic uh, meets... Uh, ancient Greece. Okay. Um, ancient. Is that um, where like Aristotle came from? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's in one of the later chapters of the Odyssey. Mm. Um, that was his first appearance, and uh, he was so popular as a character there that um, you know, he was brought back for a bunch of other stuff. Um, he I was, was actually a big fan. You didn't like Aristotle, but no. I think um, we could. I think you would gain an uh, an appreciation for him when we when you read his origin story. In the I Odyssey. feel like he is the forefather of mansplaining, um, okay, <laughs> and sort of condescension and 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 I'm really not a fan of that, or at least um, I don't know. The concept of it sounds bad whenever people talk about it. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I guess you could say that he is the Aristotle is the father of mansplaining, um, <clears throat> but he has a lot of good qualities as well. So that's the that's the actually the most interesting thing about Aristotle is like you need to have you can't just have a perfect character. They ha- they need to be flawed in some way. Like if you think <laughs> back to uh, Moby Dick, uh, Captain Ahab, right? He's strong. He's uh he's a good salesman. He's not a salesman, a, a boat guy, a sailor. <laughs> he's good, he's good on he's good on the boat. Um, but what's his flaw? Uh, he's obsessed with hunting a whale, and it's driven him mad. And uh, he's tearing his uh, his friends and family apart because of it. Let's look at Titanic, right? Mm. Uh, what the Titanic is the biggest boat ever created. Um, it's the richest boat, most luxurious boat ever created. There's a car that you can fuck in, in the, in the bottom of the boat. Um, but what's its flaw? It's too slow. It's so big and heavy, too slow to turn around and it can't, uh, uh, it can't steer away from an iceberg. So you got to have those flaws. And Aristotle has a flaw too. Like he's a genius. Um, he has magic powers, but he's also a misogynist. So, so while captain ahab was the flawed hero of moby dick you're saying that the boat was the flawed hero in titanic uh yeah i think i think it's pretty clear from what i was saying that i was drawing <laughs> that analogy yeah okay i, just, I don't uh, think it's confusing i guess i i never really watched titanic in a in a literary sense uh because i never really considered the boat to be one of the characters but i never I guess analyzed it in any major way. Well, it has a name. <clears throat> Actually, what, it's name? It, the it, the name is Titanic. Duh. Yeah, right. So the the movie is named after it, even so. Um, so it's definitely one of the. I would say the main character. That'd be like naming a boat really big. It's 
that's actually its other flaw. Um, that's why Titanic is such a good movie and why it set the record for most uh, profitable movie ever is because it has the main character has two flaws. Number one, it's too big and dumb and slow to turn away from iceberg, and number two, it has a stupid fucking name. Yeah, it's so on the nose. Like, come on. Like, give us. Why don't you try a little harder, Titanic? That's what I would say. Yeah, you deserved to sink with your on the nose name. That's that's why when when you watch the movie in a theater, like everybody cheers when the uh, when the Titanic sinks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually uh, not a lot of people know this about Titanic, but it's one of those like classic cult films, and people show up and they like dress and drag and they and they shout out uh different points in the movie like when they fuck in the car at the bottom of the boat they like everybody throws toy cars at the screen and they all (laughs) shout car car and then um when the titanic sinks everybody cheers and goes uh everybody shouts in unison that's what you get for having a dumb name uh it's a lot of fun um it's it's fun to uh interrupt the movie and uh cause a scene and ruin it for everybody else i've found <laughs> i should um, go to so, one of those yeah i mean you know you you show up at midnight um and you can barely keep your eyes open because it's a long long movie but it's uh it's just it's nice to be like part of something right like you can be like one of the titanicers and and you have like a, a community around you I heard um, that if it's your first time at one of these screenings, uh, they make you get up in front of the audience and then they all make you take off your clothes and you have to be drawn like someone's French French girl, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like one of someone's French girls. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, that's actually the first rule of Titanic is to not talk about Titanic. And the second rule of Titanic is to not talk about Titanic. And then I don't remember all the middle rules. But the last rule is if it's your first time at Titanic, <laughs> you have to Titanic. Oh, no. That's... And that's what I guess that's what that refers to. Titanicking is the verb that describes uh, getting naked and being drawn like one of someone's French girls. Mm. Not as on the nose as the boat being named that. No, probably too far off the nose. Actually, uh, it, it, it now that I think about it, it doesn't describe that process at all in any meaningful way. So um, that's why you know you gotta have uh, you gotta have balance. You gotta have uh, you gotta be able to find the equilibrium when you know when you're titling things. <laughs> I find. Do you have a podcast pitch for me? Uh, oh. It feels like mine's done. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I do have one. Um, and it's called uh, The Man Cave. Um, okay, The Man Cave. So I'm already, I'm getting some uh, some some uh, uh, inklings of what this could be. And I'm already excited about it. So, um, so a lot of men struggle with finding a sanctuary for themselves uh, to protect themselves from the unbearable presence of a wife um and not everyone <laughs> the ha- hated wife <laughs> yeah and not every man or husband has a uh, the financial means to sort of have a, a separate basement or garage or some sort right. of like guest house unit or i don't know where men usually put their man caves yeah i think the most popular one is like an additional basement below the basement like one basement is for the wife 
and then below that is the man cave. Yeah, and there's like a bookshelf where if you pull, uh, <laughs> if you pull the the Barney Stinson uh, novelty book from it, yeah. it the the bro code, the bro code uh, book. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> if you pull that <laughs> book. You need to pull that, and simultaneously on a different shelf, there's a uh, an old Maxim. Oh. You need to pull that and f- flip to a specific advertisement in it, and that turn causes the bookshelf to spin around, and then suddenly you're in the in the man cave. Yeah, so you go down to the man cave, and there's a fake man cave. In case your wife kind of catches on. Right, um, to trick any wives that might be onto your tail. Mm-hmm. Where there's just like one empty beer sitting out. So she's like, oh, he drank a reasonable amount. I can't get too mad at him. I have to get a little mad because that's my nature. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the the wives are just constantly angry <laughs> at their husbands. Yeah. And so they need they need to get a little bit mad it's sort of like a gift to the wife to like it's you're actually doing her a favor by (laughs) making her mad and then of course we'll leave out a a vhs of a softcore pornography so she knows that i'm not watching the bad stuff right but actually you're watching the extremely bad stuff (laughs) yeah um Wait, no, not the not like the illegal stuff, but no, they're married. Um, just yeah, all of the people in the pornography. When you say in the pornography, <laughs> the actors are married. Yes, <laughs> and you can. Oh, uh, okay, but so wow. sorry. What would the podcast be? Oh, sorry. Um, I sort of uh, got you off on a tangent <laughs> talking about. Talking about typical man caves that most men have uh, to escape their their despicable wives. Yeah, um, so this is sort of like a social man cave. The caveat of no wives allowed is set up top. So, like, if you are a wife and um, you have stumbled across this podcast, you must turn it off. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still figuring out um, the legal ramifications about wives listening to it. But hopefully, um, if they would... If wives would listen for once to their husbands, um, they could turn it off. But um, after they've turned it off, the men can talk about hot rods, like hot rods, yeah, smoking hot cars, um, uh, Corvettes, uh, yeah, blue ones. Ooh, I like. You're talking about muscle cars. <laughs> oh yeah, muscle cars. I'm I'm talking about. Uh, ones that don't really have too much room in them, but make big loud noises when you rev the engine. Oh yeah, cars with broken mufflers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> broken mufflers. Oh, God, I'm salivating just thinking about it. And then um, there'd be some beer talk, talking about uh, a, a different beers that you've had recently, and kind of trying to describe the flavor of it for way too long. Um, to yeah. whoever would listen, um, it's kind of like uh this Kolsch that I had the other day, um, but it was slightly more hoppier, and I think they put like orange rinds and and maybe uh like a oleander in it, something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and it was all right. Um, 
I probably would get it again um, if I came across it um, and there wasn't anything else that I really like on tap. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do when I'm telling people about beers is uh, assure them that I would try it again um, despite knowing for a fact that I'll never see it again. Mm-hmm. Because it was a special beer that was only available in that one time and location. Mm-hmm. And I was unfortunately limited to only one beer when I was there because I made the mistake of going there with my nagging wife, um, <laughs> who would cut me off with, even though it was Friday and I didn't have to work the next day. And and I heard that you had accumulated a sufficient amount of chore points for to be there for a few hours. That's right. I had vacuumed the foyer so well. And what babysat your children? Babysat my children. None of them fell down the stairs this time. So yeah, she only. It's like I only get negative feedback from when I babysit the children. When something goes wrong, that's when I get critiqued. Not when like, oh, it goes oh. smoothly. Thank you for doing such a good job and leaving my children intact. It's always, hey, um, I was gone for an entire weekend and you never fed them, um, and they were eating saltines that they they stole from a family restaurant down the street. <laughs> So what else would we talk about on the man cave? Um, well, we could talk about the wives. Yeah, because I, I okay, so that's why they can't listen. They can't because... listen because I just wanted to talk talk about how it's sad. Uh, it makes me that I have to be married. Um, right, you're being forced. I'm to. being forced. Um. Here's the thing, though, that's I don't get is that I don't think men have uh, feelings. I don't get sad. So it might be confusing for our listeners, for our male listeners. If they hear you talking about being sad. Um, well, uh, it's a forum. So any guests on the show could also talk about how my wife makes them sad. Um, okay. Thanks. Hmm. It sounds confusing and intimidating to me. And um, I don't know if I could. Uh, I don't know if I could. I could wrap my head around that. It sounds a little complicated. Um, I, it's fine. I, it's. It, it, I just <laughs> would, would really appreciate it if I could do it. If they could have a space for wife talk. Um. Yeah. Okay. I was with you for most of it, but I just. I feel like, uh, you know what? I get enough of the wife uh, in my day-to-day. <laughs> Don't need to be talking about her on a special podcast. It's just for the, just for the boys. Okay. Um, so I think I'm going to be voting for mine. Um, yours was uh, pretty good conceptually. Um, but I, I, I sort of disagree with how it's limited to just one of Homer's uh, epic poems i feel like i would uh, be confused because i'm always thinking about the iliad um in my day-to-day life and i just don't think that learning about the odyssey uh, would help me because i think i just confuse the two all the time 
Okay. Like, why was a Cyclops so fighting in the Trojan War? I don't know. Uh, well, because they're extremely powerful and they could kill several soldiers with a single blow. So that's that's why. <laughs> I mean, if you want to know why. See, this is you explaining it to me. And I'm already feeling like I'm talking to my wife right now. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I can, I can, I can see how that would be uh, <laughs> difficult for you. I, I am, I, to be honest, I am being kind of a dick right now. So, that's fair. Oh boy. <laughs> so, I guess you're you're voting for your own podcast. Oh uh, yeah, just for my own mental health, I think I need um, to vote for that. Yeah. Okay, um, well, it looks like it's another tie, because I voted for mine and you voted for yours, um, but uh, that's fine, we'll just come back tomorrow with more podcast versus podcast, uh, maybe Piers Ray will be back, he won't, uh, I already actually already know uh, where he is and where he's gonna, when he's gonna oh. come back, so um, I don't know why I keep teasing <laughs> the listeners by uh, implying that he could potentially be back, when I know for a fact that he won't be back tomorrow, Um <laughs> But uh, uh, thanks, big thanks to Alex for coming on the show. Um, do you want to plug your Twitter uh, account like you did? Yeah, yesterday? I'll plug my Twitter account, Serious Mang, a serious man with a G at the end. And also, if you're f- for some reason in the Detroit, Michigan area, go Comedy Improv Theater. <laughs> comedy Improv Theater is that? That's a shitty, terrible name. For <laughs> go Comedy, comedy Improv, improv Theater. theater. <laughs> oh, go Comedy. Oh, sorry, that's much better than <laughs> it was so on book. the nose. <laughs> <laughs> i thought i thought that it, i thought that your theater was on the nose but it's actually not uh so i apologize for that go check out go comedy improv theater i don't think we have any detroit listeners but uh maybe i don't know maybe uh maybe people will start now that they know that uh, one of their detroit boys yeah. is on the show uh anyway, thanks for listening everybody goodbye